0: You are listening to Musician Today's weekly Podcast with Vera Blumenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome to another episode of Musician Today podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest that I've been following for quite a while. Someone who has inspired not only my music, but thousands of other people to pursue, you know, their career and direction in electric violin altogether. So we have Dr. Draw. (laughs) Best known as the first violinist to venture from rock to classical, um, with music and captures fans an eccentric lifetime. So from playing for royalty in Prague, to creating near chaos at Toronto Beaches Jazz Festival, to playing luxury brand events like Chloe and Dom Perington, uh, I'm sorry if I'm not saying it, right, Peringon, yeah. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dry inspires kudos wherever he plays. Lately, his reputation is growing eastward. Performances have included playing in Singapore, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, and... Spate of Lewis Vuitton, events in Hong Kong, Malaysia, and South Vuitton. Yeah, <laughs> I've never mm-hmm. been, so I don't know. <laughs> so, and South Korea, he performs yeah. for frantic um, locals, energizes the performer time and time again, allowing them to repeatedly create interact with cultures of all across the world. So uh, the result is a constantly evolving musical style that brings together a seemingly desperate element of classical violin, just folk fusion, folk pop into riveting masala and feeds the soul and invigorates the audiences. So we have an amazing, amazing Dr. draw Dr. today. How are you doing? Welcome
1: for having me. This
0: is absolutely lovely. Awesome. And before we even go any further, you guys can always find Eugene on his website at drdraw.ca, draw.ca, on Facebook at forward slash drdraw, on Instagram at forward slash drdraw, on YouTube, look him up with Dr. Draw. We're going to play a few of his songs today that are on YouTube as videos that awesome. you can experience from the live performances, and they're amazing. So I well, can't wait you. to share them with you. <laughs>
1: So Absolutely.
0: hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you today?
1: Good. I have a fiddle with you today.
0: hmm
1: So it's like, I have 10 violins in this it was
0: Nice. Well, almost.
1: And then just like, this, so this is one of my favorite ones. Nice. It's, it's 300 years old. Wow. I just have covered in vinyl.
0: hmm
1: buddy of mine that covers cars in vinyl, he covered it up. So it's it's really nice. It was like it's falling apart and you can see little cracks in it.
0: Aw. But it looks beautiful. Yeah. It looks like that's Christmas.
1: Like, <laughs> I, it, it's always Christmas in the night.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I bet with yeah. all of the lights and LED instruments and real cool hookups in, you have.
1: In the distance, that, that's my bow installation. So that's a bunch of bows with my, another violin. Wow.
0: On. That's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's that great. A bow.
1: Yeah. So ask away what What?
0: Okay. What, what, so I guess the biggest question that we all have when we meet Dr. Draw, is how did you come up with the unique style that you have today? How did you become who you are? Like, and has what's been your journey?
1: Well, my journey is very backwards than what usually musicians go through. People go to school to find uh, pathways. They figure out like I go to school to get technique and so on. So on. Mm-hmm. But me, it was backwards. Like, I I got style before I. I Mm-hmm. so as a as a, as a as a street musician as a person, like I picked up the instrument and I really had a form of expression It was very ritual, it was very tribal mm-hmm. um, so I started with that, and I found that it was making a, an impact with people mm-hmm. like they, they they relate to it on a very primal basis mm-hmm. and that's like I wasn't really necessarily trying to appease people with that you to you that I was to. I wanted to connect with nature as being a as Satanian. And then <clears throat> yes, that's why I'm a, a tribal player. I am not consider like a violinist, um, more like a shabbat experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's why I to live it. I make a living for connecting with people who fit with their, their core, poor is important. And it's nice because humans, the market is simple. We're all human. Yeah. So it's like you can go anywhere in the world and you can want to play if you people would relate to it. They would love it. Um, but I found like that I need to cater to people's taste. That's the only thing. That's the difference between me and others. I don't appeal to these. Sometimes I do, and I'll fuck with it. And unnecessarily, oh, yeah, and i I uh, right here, and I just want to share it. basic. it's nice, it's like,
0: nice, very it's good. Right. So, making the genuine connection with people and it's bringing it. your your genuine self out is basically your that's key. That. Yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing too, like, because I feel like a lot of people are forced to like the, the misconception is of like. You 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 study classical music and find your technique and your voice to it, and then you spread yourself. But there's other like avenues and there's other pathways. Like all you need, you can teach an elephant. this with my violin traits. Yeah. But like, but the soul is something different, and and, and the, your essence is like talent, basically. It's it's a fully different category that either have it or or I don't think everyone has it though. I don't think I can say either have it or not. Everyone is talented in way. Yeah. But but how do you make people at the same time, you as a teacher, you're probably encountering this a lot of yeah. times, but yeah. how do you get kids to express themselves freely and learn and learn at the same time?
2: hmm
1: Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a lot of people like um so a lot of it has to do with improvisation. Um being able to, to, to be your environment and be able to process it and then give it back for me. Um, so I recommend like for a lot of kids to simply go from a street perform. Street teaches you everything. Yeah. Because you have stage, you literally have a stage, dozens of people practicing by it it. will test you it's not see you will have a horde about it, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in the process it's like mm-hmm. um i think i think street is the best one of the best schools and then you, prepare, you, prepare you, then you have a teacher will tell you not to practice with vibrato and
0: research.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so, so it's like a full of, so yeah
0: that's amazing yeah that's true It's so a real life experience i did a lot of busking too and you know a few years ago so yeah there's nothing like just being there in this raw environment and just going mm-hmm. for it, just coming up with ideas that will get people's attention. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all that you do. You get ideas because you're right. Because it's like, um, it's not even about the muck, it's just like the opportunity, particularly someone's attention. They paid attention to you. And what I used to do as a kid, I used to play literally create melodies for people that would pass by. Mm-hmm. So Really busy day, but always, even as a performer, like you pick a person or a few people throughout your show that you perform for, mm-hmm. and then you pass something, you pass it, like like, and be like, one person was the shit I remember. Then they walk back to the like, right that, mm-hmm. and cater to them, and, and, and like, the, the the mass, the mod functions. Like, weird organism you know, that it connects want connect, to connect to the majority as well. That's yeah. true.
0: Amazing. Well I do have another question. When did you discover electric violin?
1: Um when I was fourteen.
0: Nice. <laughs> and how is like how has it affected you? What did you do with it then?
1: <laughs> well back then this was like mid nineties. So it's like, back then, the, there was only one electric violin company that was prominent in the business, and it was the Zetas,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Zeta Violins. Yeah. So um, I went and, like, I had to, because I, I had no, like, credit or anything, so I asked my, my parents to, to get it for me, and I would pay it back. Mm-hmm. So it had to make it so I went and got a of five-string Zeta. I still have it.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Oh.
1: <laughs> um. And, and then I got myself some pedals, and then that, that was it. Like, it was just like the sound. And I realized this, that electric violin is its own animal. Mm-hmm. But back then, like, like, it, it wasn't like, it, it, I didn't do much classical on it, because I was mostly just playing, like, basically style you would perceive like it's kind of like the Doors with the violin. It's a lot of like rock and roll. Yeah. When I, saw, I formed a band, did all the stuff. But, it, like, um, I loved it. Like, it is, that was my first instrument. The second one was a Yamaha mm-hmm. in 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and, yeah, and then I became a Yamaha artist. And then I've had, I have, like, I had five or six Yamaha.
0: Nice, nice. I got, I got one, too. Um, And it was a spontaneous bike because I desperately needed something. My old electric just got warped and all crooked over the season. So I got a Yamaha. It's pretty good. Have you ever tried a Viper? Mark Wood's Viper?
1: I, I, I don't like Mark Wood's stuff. Like, I'm not really big on it. Oh, it's just, I <laughs> okay. It,
0: like,
1: it's like, it, it's like to tra- be honest,
0: i don't Yeah,
1: know. yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I see where people like it. I just don't like the tone of it.
2: Because mm-hmm. it's
1: like, the problem with electric violins is that, like, my favorite one was silent violin, the very original Yamaha. Mm-hmm. It was the best sound. You literally okay. had, like, one little, like, clicky that, like, you had, like, either a bit of reverb or, like, it was amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, but well, that was, I, I honestly, that was the best sound the Yamaha's ever had. Yeah. Like, it, it was the old silent violins. But then I started putting pickups on my acoustic, and I had a Yamaha pickup on one of my acoustics, and I can't go back to using a fully electric instrument.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs>
1: like, I don't i don't like the tone anymore i find it too nasally yeah and i i like i see a lot of electric pilots playing out there and i'm just like they don't pay attention to tone you need to figure it, it's like it's 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 a shitty nasally tone and, it, and they're <laughs> and like you need to have pedals like you need to have a great eq you yeah. need to have great reverb everything yeah. to make a it like, Yeah. So like, and then people just plug in, go straight into the mixing board, and they're like, and they're playing, and it just, it's, it's awful. And then the only people, the reason people listen to it is because they don't know any other. Like, but I, I but I want electric violinists to pay attention to their tone. Because yeah. if I hear, like, because electric violin when it started, it was a little bit more like countercultural, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Now it's cheesy as hell. Like, oh, yeah. it's just really like the industry of electric violins has become really cheesy. It's like. Mm-hmm. of shiny ball gowns and, and like, wedding receptions. That's yeah, what yeah. Electric Violin is known for yeah. now. But yeah. it wasn't like that. It was, like, it was a countercultural mm-hmm. instrument that was, like, if you didn't want to do classical, you switched to electric violin. Like, it was a badass thing to do.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, like, so even, like, on Instagram, I, I, like, I was subscribed to the hashtag Electric Violin and then just get bombarded with all these people doing – like I'm, yeah, just pop covers, and mm. <laughs> just, like, done. I'm done with it. Like yeah. I don't want to hear any more like Ed Sheeran covers. Or, or, I know what or you any- mean.
0: I know what you mean. I'm I'm also shifting from, you know, that corporate stuff into doing my own, and that's kind of one of the reasons I started this podcast so that I can yeah. connect with original artists like you because my biggest passion is to create my own music. And release it into the world. But for mine, it involves both acoustic and electric, and I love them both for different reasons, right? Absolutely. So if I'm writing like a soundtrack, there are certain things that I can do in acoustic that would work with it. But if I'm writing like a rock song, there are certain things yeah. that I just need a viper. I need that power.
1: <laughs> You're absolutely right. Like, yeah. um, but it's, it's, it's funny because I always found like putting a violin through distortion, I didn't like the sound. Um, yeah. But now it's like a the, the, the bit of um, um, what you call it, it's like a cluster. It, no, like I'm, I'm appreciating it now. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's taking its role. Yeah, I just don't like what what people are doing with with electric violin these days. It's like it's just it's. I want I want to see I want to be inspired. I want to be yeah. challenged. Yes, you know what I mean. Like
0: to look the full then, potential what it can do. Yeah, really. yeah. But it was there.
1: But like, but like that's the thing. People need to make a living. So they they cater to like yeah, what I mean like, and then and that's kind of been like ruining the whole experience for me because when I started it was just me and two other people in the world that were doing this
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and like and I was just like oh this is great like this is like and then there was more housey it was more like people were doing electronic music mm-hmm. and then like, kind of, like now you go online and it's just like. Oh, all right. Another this and that dispossedo cover. Like, like, get the hell out! If I hear that, <laughs> that you, know, yeah.
2: I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. um, and that's the thing for. But, but people, are, it, classical music and, and generally and everything makes people very feel very insecure. They do feel because it, it's like in a classical world, you're either this or 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 really nothing. Yeah. Like, or <laughs>
0: that's
1: you know what I mean? Like, yeah. unless you yeah. have like.
0: There's and a then, certain classicism it, there.
1: <laughs> society like and then so people try to feel... Sorry, put, put everything in but I want I want people to feel a bit more how I can say confident in themselves because mm-hmm. what we have inside is what the world needs to hear. Yes. Like you know what I mean it's just like it's the most important thing like cuz it's like it's a, like it's a Japanese marketing principle. They they always I don't remember where I learned this as a kid, but it's like if you have something, there's going to be at least a thousand people that are going to really be into it.
0: Yes, that's now, true. thousand
1: people in this world represents a bigger demographic, and then it's like so. Like people have to be encouraged, and whenever whenever like you get these advices of, of people like going to younger performers and going like, "What well, you should do this. and it's going to tell you like, "Don't listen to anyone's <laughs> advice." Follow your heart. That's just crazy. literally, just go crazy. Like, like the world yeah. needs more crazy people. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, that's, true.
1: that's like, You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I completely agree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so the that's, same that's
0: thing we completely. talked about with a lot of other of our guests who say you have to find you. You have to not be afraid to show the genuine you and just pursue your real passion because you know you're setting yourself up for doing this for the rest of your life. And you have to, yeah, you have to think bigger picture who you are, who you want to be in like 10 years from now. And is this your path? Then go for it.
1: You said something right. Like, if you want longevity in this career, Mm -hmm. you find your voice first. And then you develop it. Because then, if you do have to do covers, it'll still be your sound that will like transcend whatever the hell you're doing. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want to be in this business, just. I don't know just because it's a business like, <laughs> music and you're a copycat yeah, no. it's five other million people that will do the same thing like um it's very like to be honest it's like like uh, sometimes i'll hear a track especially it's happening these days with electronic music
2: mm-hmm. and i'll hear
1: a track and i'll hear some violinist doing a hook on it and it'll be so different than what i would do usually on a house track or a techno track yeah. and i'm like and it's inspiring to hear other and like you going, you know what I mean, like, like that's that's what we need. We need more people yeah. doing different things that are like that. Yeah,
0: it your process, and you go, oh, I'm gonna try something different now, right? <laughs> Absolutely, totally agree. So why don't we have a listen to one of your awesome songs, right? And I think the one that we really wanted to hear today was Alexandria.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I did that song on my first album, mm-hmm. um, and my friend Morg, we, we put it together in about two hours. Oh, wow. Uh, and then the, it did really well on the first album. I had no idea what I was doing. We had no idea what I was doing. And then that song blew up, did really, really well, and then I revisited it on the, my 2009 album.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like almost almost a decade later. Um, and so it's like, Alexandria revisited. Mm-hmm. And it's named after the Alexandria Quartet by Lawrence Durrell, which is a really good book. Everyone should read it.
0: Nice. Okay, so here we go. Enjoy, Thanks, everybody. find so many things it's like gypsy it's rock it's everything it's it's Absolutely. spiritual yeah
1: <laughs> I'm like, well, that's the thing like i'm working on a new album and it's very difficult
0: mm-hmm.
1: to like to figure out what direction to go into because like when you're trying to talk to people and you're trying to sell the concept of an album which is now is difficult
2: yeah
1: and i'm just like and then i'm realizing it's just literally going to be a pure rock album it's mm-hmm. gonna be a lot of it's just. It's gonna be like rock anthems, the whole thing, epic mm-hmm. rock anthems. That's it. <laughs> like, with the gypsy and world music there, mostly world.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, that's the plan.
0: Amazing! I love that too. That's kind of what I'm doing with my album as well. Um, so <laughs> yeah, rich. it started off as like I, I wouldn't even know what to name it. It's a cinematic gypsy metal saga. <laughs>
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's it's exactly what you're saying, that you can't just stay in one space all the time. So our tracks range from the like Ukrainian folk tunes to like warrior themed Game of Thronesy kind of thing. So yeah, and it's been an experience. So at which stages are you with your album now? And when can we expect it to be out?
1: Um, I, I'm hoping... I mean, it's so difficult. Like, to put it together. At this point, like, before, like, I, I had, because I had record labels and everything behind me back in the day, so it's, like, so it'd be, like, two months and it's done. Or yeah. even, like, a month it's done.
2: Yeah, wow.
1: Like, I'm just, like, I, I take, because you're, like, you're, you're a career musician, right? So you're, like, you have to, like, you have to gig. You, you have a life. You have yeah. everything. So it's Like, to get to an album and have that type of commitment, we don't have that luxury anymore of spending, like, Months in a studio, like yeah. getting drunk and writing music all the time. Like, I had that luxury when I was younger, um, because mm-hmm. like I didn't necessarily have a life, <laughs> so it's like you know, that was it. So now just it, it is a little difficult to be honest, and it's like, so I'm hoping March, um, oh, to nice. have most of it done.
0: It's gonna be around your birthday,
1: exactly oh. March 2nd. Yay, when's your birthday?
0: July 16th. <laughs> oh. I'm surrounded by Pisces, my producer, my mom, my boyfriend, my cellist. Everybody's born in March, so no, there
1: but you March, go. March is a good time. We should um we should definitely collaborate and do like a little show. I'm, Ooh, I'm yeah. planning, um I'm planning to do a big show at Drome for my birthday.
2: Mm.
1: Um, so it's gonna be on a Saturday night. I'm booking it at the moment, and it's a nice. great little venue in Toronto. Um, and I'm possibly going to have my Sri Lankan band come and join from Sri Lanka. Wow.
0: I would love to do that. That'd be so awesome.
1: The guys are insane. And it's like, I mean, it's like, it's just going to be mostly percussive. Um, I'm very tribal night. Like I'm talking about like more drum and like rhythmic, like, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm super excited. I'm going to start working on the program because next year I'm starting everything basically with all new songs. Yeah. Use, oh, the only cover that I'm doing right now is Joe Um sc oh, what's that song called? sc tu Existe pas? Do you know that one?
0: Okay, I, I don't. Maybe I've heard the music. I don't remember the title. I, sure. I've,
1: I've being, it's music for your It's our second national anthem. Oh. So it's like, wow. yeah, you, you know this song. You totally know this okay, song. It's like, okay,
0: okay. Okay.
1: It's like you know, all the all the Russian restaurants have it oh, on their okay. plate.
0: Probably do.
1: <laughs> so, you know, you're like you're, you're you're definitely we're all suckers to things that we grew up like.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no! So, so what is it going? Like... Anyway, <laughs> 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 You know what I'm
2: saying.
1: Ah, man. Okay, I'm really hungover this morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's really nice. It's really cheesy. So, um, yeah. but I'm gonna do like a a, a music video in um mm. in Montreal.
0: Anyways, yeah, like, I know that one for sure. Awesome, I love it. So, like, so you know good. what I also think, uh, it's like you said about covers, like, yeah, you could do covers, but if you do a really interesting cover where you pour yourself into it, it changes it completely. Like right now, most of my students are into Billie Eilish, of course, oh, and yeah. I've heard so many covers, um, you know, doing research for what they should play. And there's this band, Hello Scene, and they did such an awesome, like, metal cover of it. I just love it. It's, it sounds like nothing like the original. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just like, oh, man, do you remember, um, what was that metal band, um, uh, Apocalyptica? Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, my cellist is all into that. That's kind of what we're doing. On my tracks, like, he's playing riffs from That style. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah awesome. there we go. Yeah.
1: That's the song. There we go. Nice. My brain's like coming back. Oh, we're gonna have like today what what is it today? Saturday?
0: Saturday Today's is. gonna be a
1: good practicing day. I'm gonna practice for most of the day and then go play an event tonight.
0: Oh great. There's also you're also doing an event on Monday at Glengould Studios, that right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So this is um this is a tradition. Um as um like my family are one of our main causes in the eighties was um um HIV and AIDS, like awareness, and mm-hmm. and my family did that back in Russia, like we we kind of focused on that. So and it's uh It's World AIDS Day on Monday. Yeah. So this is, I think, I I thought it was 11th, but it's the 12th time I'm playing this event. So I do it every year. Um, And it's a bit, like, it's funny to, I mean, it's really nice to see how much the world has changed. Mm -hmm. Before, it was a lot of stigma behind it. It was, like, Mm -hmm. it was a lot darker. The tones were a lot darker. Now it's about celebration because with the medication and everything, Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's no longer you know what I mean it's it, yes. it, 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 people can live uh, with HIV and AIDS, so they can they can function so it's like it's no longer like as hardcore as it was and so the, the events become a little bit more honest like of, towards it uh, has gone towards more of a celebratory yeah. um, direction yeah. so it's it's really nice and that that venue is wonderful
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I always feel like I want to go louder in that place.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. That's amazing. So sure. come guys and see us. Uh, what time is it going to be? 7 something?
1: 7.30.
0: 7.30, yeah.
1: It's our time. I'll play a couple of tracks. There a, a lot of opera singers this year. Mm. A lot of singers.
0: And you're playing an original song. You're premiering it.
1: Yeah. Um, which is, I was just like, yeah. So that's basically this weekend. Nice. Excuse- to practice it and figure it out
0: perfectly. <laughs> awesome. And, then,
1: and on the twelfth, um, I'm having my Daniel Christmas show. Mm-hmm. Holiday show at Hughes Room, which nice. is this wonderful venue at Dundas Western Bloor. Nice. Um, and then I I think like it's it's not sold out yet but it will be like and it's yeah. like it's a family thing. Like a lot of people come to their kids. Um it, it like it's so funny when I when I was starting in this business like it was a little bit more punk rockish, and it was all about like hardcore. And now, like, I enjoy doing family events. I'm enjoying seeing like children in the audience. Yeah. Not, it's like it, it it things change. Like you, you wanna, like yeah, it, it, you want to encompass more people that rather than alienate them.
2: Yeah,
1: um I think One of the first times we first time we played um, beaches jazz fest with my, with my whole band we. Like I couldn't play like one note in two, because I was just like it, was, but it was punk rock. Yeah. it was ridiculously punk rock, and and two people got trampled, trampled in the audience. It was a riot,
2: <laughs>
1: and then and then like and it also like it showed like it, it kind of like you know the Stravinsky with with, right? This is writer stringer oh, yeah. when when the whole riot happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I kind of want to bring back. Like, how do we make music that is? so progressive, without necessarily words, without telling people how to, and then, so was, I was able to do it as, as like, in my early 20s, Mm -hmm. was never able to do that ever again, because now I'm cerebral, and I'm like, practicing and working on stuff, back then I didn't practice, I couldn't play like a C major scale into tune, but it didn't matter, the energy was right, you know what I mean, it's like, Mm -hmm. and then so, yeah, it's so funny, I love, like, now I'm just, like, I'm totally into classical music these days, back in the day. Nice. As of day. Yeah, it's nice, there's so much good stuff out there. I think yeah. it's a good time, like, you probably feel the same thing, it's a good time to just, like, mm-hmm. take your time and, and indulge in what his culture has created, rather than have to contrive, and, like, so much stuff has already been done. Everybody's trying to produce something awesome and new and progressive, it's, like, there, just it's enjoy it, there. Like, Yeah, time. and it's true. like, and then, and it's a universal thing. Like I was just in Italy, and I was talking to a bunch of like uh, disenchanted youth um, at some place, and they're like, "Look, the news happening. Like, and you're bored." And I'm just like, "You guys are in Italy. Like, the, you have all these filmmakers that have created amazing films before. You have yeah. all these composers. Like, why don't we just shut up and listen for a little bit?" <laughs> like, yeah, just,
0: that's just, true. That's true. Yeah. There's everything's there already, and um, it's funny that you mentioned Bach because w- even with all of my contemporary and rock and metal stuff, I find it that Bach is the one practice I go back to every time. Yeah. I always have to have some Bach solo in the works to feel complete. Nice. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> it, a lot of partitas, like you love your partitas, probably, like, but just like, yeah, yeah. And, but, but there are, uh, uh, it, it is the violin Bible though, the sonatas yeah. and partitas, like, yes, is, you know what I mean? And it's like, and then there's 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 some copies that you can get. The copy I remember I bought as a kid is one that had no uh, markings in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So so like the teachers had to go through and like yeah. and put all the markings in themselves, and then they get mad. But but I kind of liked it because it's like it was mm-hmm. open to interpretation.
0: Yes, you could do your own.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, the, the, this uh, was it the second. Oh man, Parsita, there's so much. Like I've I've. I've nailed and lost a lot of auditions because <laughs> of butchering. Top.
2: Oh, I see.
1: I going to do like an album in the future, which is going to be like myself with a like, cleaver and like and and like one of those like big a m- m- metal uh, what you call it, a uh, like meat access kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> i want going to be like, it's going to be me like with all these instruments and me mm-hmm. destroying instruments and it's going to be Dr. Drop butchering the classics. <laughs> That's, <good. laughs>
0: That's perfect. I want to see that. Awesome. Let's but, butcher some but, classics together. Let's butcher some classics. <laughs> nice. Okay, so as we move a little closer to our conclusion, what would you say was the biggest challenge so far in your you had such a long diverse career so what would be the, your biggest challenge on your path and like it could be more recent it could be like to start like what would you share with us yeah as the biggest challenge
1: um it, it, it oh, oh man that's a I think the challenge is every day is a challenge like because I feel like as as string musicians and the people like we're very closer to athletes.
2: Yeah.
1: you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's a very honest career that like what you put put in is what you get back. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 challenge is how was to remain myself with all the outside pressures that were pushing you to to go into very commercial areas and like like I am commercial. I am a bit of a. Cheesy performer, but that's just that's just like that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But like it, it, it's it's been it's been tough because it's like uh, marketing-wise, like people are like you should do this, you should do that. Um, but like it's a blessing to be almost forty years old and be relevant and having the best career ever. Like things are absolutely beautiful and are great, but it is challenging sometimes because the the world, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The world has changed since I started, it's changed maybe, like, five or six times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And everyone's like, you should do this and that. And you're like, well, wait one year. Everything you're telling me about is going to be irrelevant." Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: yeah that's like,
1: true. Yeah, of, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then um, just, yeah, sticking to my guns has been really, really hard. And also maintaining um, – it is, it is I call this life a bit of a black hole because everything you, t- you do serves that –
0: yeah, yeah. Like you make some money, it goes into the next project. I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm in exactly the same spot. Yeah. So uh, where do you find the motivation to keep maintaining this direction and to keep pushing yourself?
1: I just don't know anything else. Like I don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like either this like I, I tried to be a business person the start up like stuffed up on the on the side. Um this, this life this violin like sucks up every aspect of, of, of my energy like this yeah. is all I can do you know what I mean like yeah. yeah it's nice it's like but at least we have this going for ourselves you know what I mean it's just like it, it's a bit of like it, it, it it's encouraging for a lot of people I think I yeah. think the most important thing is is to inspire mm-hmm. like if, if there's a lot of kids out there who feel lost or a little depressed in what they're doing and like and their families want them to do other things, not play music. Mm-hmm. That's like that's why we exist. Like yeah. you're that's how you encourage the kids, so you teach yeah. themselves expression. Like I want a, a new generation of people who wouldn't inspire me to be honest to Like that would be the most amazing thing. And not just do covers. I want I want original stuff. I want kids who are like really young because they're still fresh and they're not influenced with all these other aspects of it. And they're not pleasing anybody creatively. I just want them to like create crazy stuff and yes. I'll be like, wow, that's amazing. That's what I want to happen. Yeah.
0: That's yes. true, absolutely. I'm so lucky, actually. I have a student like that. They form bands and they start jamming. They start improvising. And they write their own songs and it's like, oh, it doesn't sound so good. I'm like, that's okay, just keep going. You'll find it, Right. You're still one step ahead of the person who didn't even try. <laughs> You're absolutely right.
1: Like, what, my God! Like, my first band—we literally, like, I think we almost got kicked out of school. <laughs> it's just like—it's it, nice. Like, you can get away with so much stuff as a kid. So much stuff. Yeah. You know, what I mean? that's the time Is to experiment. Learning? Absolutely, and the, and then you can get weird. You can get crazy. And because you're a child, like, people are forced to like it. They're like, ooh, this is amazing. Even if it's, like, in your <laughs> mind, yeah, Like, I had a goth band when I was, like, 15, 16. Oh, wow. Still, lots of eyeliner. And then when they <laughs> <laughs> That was good old times. Oh, man, this has been a, such a pleasure. I really enjoyed today.
0: Thank you. Well, we're not done yet. What I really want to do now is um, play a little game. So <laughs> I have prepared 10 very quick questions for you and okay. under a minute we have to answer all 10. So this is usually oh. difficult because you know we start thinking so much and criticizing ourselves right away. So this 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 kind of experience is aimed at you know just give us the first answer that comes to your mind because Absolutely. that's how we will be the most genuine, right? Most, okay? Yeah, so you're ready to do this? Okay, so I'm gonna start a countdown. You won't hear the countdown, but you will hear my questions, okay? So here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay, what's the most memorable performance you did so far?
1: Um, probably be. Uh, uh, okay, let me think. Do we do we do? A 2002 Black and Blue.
0: All right! At what age did you pick up the violin?
1: Um, uh, 10 years old.
0: Nice! How many instruments do you own now?
1: 9 or 10.
0: Okay. Violin, acoustic or electric?
1: Acoustic with a pickup.
0: All right! What motivates you most?
1: Um, the, if, what motivates the most? Uh, love.
0: Yay! Which YouTuber you just can't stop watching?
1: Well, well. Now that I've discarded you, I'll probably watch your YouTube. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, thank you. Well, what's your favorite song to cover, and why?
1: Um, it, it, it probably would be like the cover that I've been playing since early two thousands, and it would probably be "I Feel Love" by Donna Summers.
0: All right, we ran out of time, but we don't see the reason not to finish. So, <laughs> name three people that you admire.
1: Um. It, okay. It would be. Uh, Artistically, David Bowie,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, Bowie, Kurt Cobain, and uh, probably Bach.
0: Nice. Okay. Dogs or cats?
1: Both. Both. Okay,
0: me too. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Thank you for playing. So We didn't make it in time, but that's okay, because some of the questions took a while. (laughs) And if you guys want to see Eugene's cat... He was on the video, go check out our live YouTube <laughs> during the song, he was <laughs> so cute, what's his name?
1: Uh, oh, it's a, it's a she, her it's name is Persephone.
0: Oh. Her name's it's
1: what? A... Persephone.
0: Aww. <laughs>
1: and it's, it's actually my, my girlfriend's
0: dad. Aww. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> so she was dancing to Alexandria.
1: There, there she is.
0: Oh, one thing I forgot to ask you, name three violinists and fi- or fiddlers that you follow on Instagram.
1: Um, uh, oh man, man, um, I don't even know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't try not to follow a lot of violinists,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: but, uh, oh man, okay, I, 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 I Hilary Hahn. Yes, nice. Uh, and I, I, I watch her technique, um, suggestions,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um, and some um, Amber, uh, no, what's what's um, uh, Esther Abrami?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, know her too. Great.
1: So, I did. I I follow the classical people like because it's like because they're I love watching their techniques and like what watching yes, what they're
0: doing. Yes, exactly. You
1: know I mean, it's a different world for me, so it's, I appreciate it.
0: You know what? These are the same um, very similar answers I got from a lot of other violinists I interviewed. Like Ariel Zeitlon. Bridget said the same thing. She tries not to follow too many violinists, but obviously those those guys are great so everybody watches (laughs) all right thank you so much for coming to the show eugene such a pleasure to have you it's like meeting one of my role models and Mm -hmm. the funny thing is people often tell me oh you look like a female doctor draw i'm like thanks (laughs) (laughs) so we have to team up and do a double draw (laughs) Absolutely. So, you guys, if you want to find Eugene and follow his album production, go to his website at drdraw.ca. Go to Facebook at forward slash drdraw on Instagram forward slash drdraw, and on YouTube, look up the songs that we played today. Uh, we played Alexandria and I'd like to close with one of the songs with your band. So I don't quite know the title. Uh, Toi, Is that it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Perfect. So it's called. It's called For You, technically.
1: Yeah. My my laptop is done. I'll go grab a charger super quickly. Okay, I don't know. no
0: worries, no worries. <laughs> go check out his performances, guys. So, on Monday, there's one at Glenn Gould at 7.30. On uh, the 12th, there's the annual Christmas concert. So, don't miss anything. Follow Eugene on Instagram. Check out his stories. I'll be posting a lot from today's show, too. And meanwhile... I also have a CD coming out next week, so I can't wait to share that with you guys. So keep following. It's kind of holiday-themed, but not really. It's more of a warrior-themed cinematic. (laughs) All right. Okay. So thank you so much for coming today, for joining us. Why don't we have you back sometime when you're closer to your CD completion or you have a new song produced or you have an event that you'd like us to attend? So come back to the show and hopefully we'll have you in person here so we can jam.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. I'll be sending you all of the files soon and you'll be seeing me post in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and CastBox FM. So guys, go ahead. Find Musician Today, Vera Bramenko there. Follow us. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a little rating so that we can move up, and people, more people can see us. So yay! amazing. Thank you. Have a great day. Can't wait to hear your new tracks. Okay. Have an awesome concert series this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye.
1: Take care. Love.